Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, here we are continuing our discussion of the supernatural, and uh, we're in the middle of uh, September. Uh, I think this is uh, probably like around the, what, 20th the now? 20th, I believe, yeah. Of, uh... This is Dan's birthday week, just so you know. Ah, so okay. If you talk to him at all, yep, the 23rd is his birthday, so and they... we'll be celebrating this weekend. Anything special you're going to plan on doing? Oh, Yes, actually, I rented super fun. Well, I think it's going to be super fun. We'll find out. I rented a tree house. A tree <laughs> house. Airbnb. A tree house, yes. Um, up in the lakes region in San Borton, New Hampshire. So kind of lakes and mountains. And we're planning on taking the Bronco up there and the e-bikes up there. And it's this darling tree house that's been fitted as an Airbnb and looks i don't know just super fun and out in the middle of the woods and with trails all around and we'll have a good time yeah beautiful so we'll see i'll you know i'll let you know uh afterwards if it was all i thought it was going to be but <laughs> in my mind it's going to be a fantastic weekend <laughs> does it have a real bed that's the big that's the most important it does thing. have okay. a real bed i mean it's actually i'll send you pictures it's actually like a very luxurious looking treehouse on the inside ah uh, so yeah it's super cute though yeah yeah that's super that's uh, that's good that'll be fun um yeah i think it'll be it'll be unique something different right yep um and i know you've uh uh taken anna down to uh school uh yeah back into her dorm and how the how'd that go it went great so yeah we actually because of woodsy stock um, her move-in day should have been the Saturday before Labor Day, but we're always involved in Woodsy Stock that day. And, and she and Ryan have come to it for years as well. So uh, we asked them if we could move her moving day to that Monday, which was actual Labor Day. Um, went fantastic. Anna and I took the train down. We piled everything into Dan's car and he met us down there and went very smoothly. Um, I think I'm probably safe because nobody on the administration is listening to this podcast to say we did sneak in a contraband air conditioning unit uh -oh. this year. And uh, <laughs> so her room last year when we moved her in, I literally, I have photos of myself that are embarrassing, the amount of sweat dripping down and my clothes, you could wring them out. Um, September tends to be really warm around here, even though the summer really wasn't, but sure enough, September came in very hot. And so this year we put in an air conditioning in her unit and have a little plan for her to stash it under the bed if room checks come by. But meanwhile, her room is the place to hang out right now because it is, uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> so she's got her contraband AC and is loving us at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. And so this is uh, her final year, right? Um, and uh, yeah. will, will so she will I, she come home in January or will she come home at the end of? She'll, yeah. So she'll come home. Um, you know, she'll be home actually 
December to, to January for Christmas break, but she won't move out at that point. She'll just come home for that break. Okay. And then in May, we'll move her out of the dorm. And I was actually a little sad. She still has two years left of school. So she'll go back to school in the fall, but this is my last dorm move in. Yeah. And, um, you know, interesting how your emotions play games with you a couple of days before she was moving. I found myself just super grumpy. And couldn't even really figure out why. And then all of a sudden I'm like asking God, I'm like, what, what is going on? And he's like, you think you're grumpy. You think you're mad. You're actually sad. Lean into that. Let me comfort you. And I'm like, oh, that makes so much more sense. You know? <laughs> so uh, we had a sweet weekend together, but I was definitely a little bit um, nostalgic moving her into the dorm for the last time. The next time we do a move for her, it will be into a married apartment. That'd be fun, huh? But super fun and and still transition at the same time you know so yeah. from a mom's standpoint super exciting to prepare her for this and knowing what god has ahead but wow you know my baby's growing up so a little yep. bit of emotion goes with all that <laughs> yep well we've been talking about uh supernatural and the keys to receive it um we talked uh, last time about uh to start in our mind, uh, you know, placing it to be normal and therefore expect not to demand, by the way, and then we need to understand mm -hmm. the difference um, is that um, expectation is certainty of what God says and what God will do. Uh, like, for example, um, uh, he shows us the, the life of the covenant and the, mm -hmm. the covenant is, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And that, and he talks right. about it lasts forever. It's, it's eternal. It's, it's absolute. You can trust it so that, um, as you have an issue, you can expect mm -hmm. that he is going to still provide the covenant. When I have this adversity or have this problem, I don't know how yet. I don't know when yet, but. Um, it's not, I demand it. It's, I expect it because he spoke it. Uh, it's true. Mm. Uh, and expect can you, that that's one of the big things right there is what you just said, because he spoke it too, right? right? Yeah. Cause you're in dialogue with him and hearing what he's promising and knowing his covenant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it starts with, um, you can expect the covenant. Mm -hmm. Uh, now I have to speak to you specifically Yes. About how this is going to play out for you and my promise about this. You know, and I'll give you, I'll give you a great example uh, in scripture is uh, there's a great story. This is Second Chronicles 20 of Jehoshaphat. Mm -hmm. Jehoshaphat um, was king and uh, all the nations around Israel formed together an alliance and said, hey, let's all get together and come against Israel and wipe them out. Because mm -hmm. uh, there's no way they can beat us because we're way bigger. And remember, at that point, it was the bigger army generally would win because of just attrition. Um, so they all band together and they've got way, way, way more. I mean, I'm talking about massively more, more uh, warriors than Israel. Uh, and Jehoshaphat hears about it. Like, uh-oh, <laughs> uh, this is a big problem. And um, and they, he said he, they were afraid because the natural would be probably we're not going to win this because of the just right. the, the natural consequence of it. But 
what he does is he said, well, I'm going to seek God. And this is what it says. He went out to seek God. And um, he actually starts, before he even prays, he says this, Mm -hmm. God, you have spoken covenant. Mm, That's Uh, so good. You have, uh, I know because of I'm a student of what you've already spoken. Mm -hmm. You said that you will bless us to make us a blessing. And um, even that no, no enemy will overcome you in, in specifically in that covenant. Mm-hmm. And so I'm starting with that expectation. Right. Now, uh, I have no idea what to do here. And as far as I can see, I don't see any natural way for mm-hmm. us to fulfill it, but I'm starting with that expectation. And then he says, what do you got to say about that? Mm, that's so good. Um, and God says, the battle isn't yours, it's mine. Uh, tomorrow, go down to this spot, go go as if you're going to go to battle, but you're not going to have to fight it because I'm going to do something supernaturally to cause them to, to, <laughs> to defeat each other. Um, right. And, and you won't even have to fight for it. But by the way, you have to go down there as if you're going to battle. That's my that's my mm. step of step of obedience, you know. And right. uh, so when you look at the supernatural and an expectation, is that um, I have an issue. Um, I do expect because of your promises that you will resolve this issue. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the resolution will be good. Um, according to what you determine to be good and the timing that you determine to be good. So he says, uh, and this is in Romans 8, I can make all things work together for good. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't matter. There's no limitation to that. Uh, I'm going to deliver the covenant. So as you have a problem, the expectation would be, um, I have this issue. I'm going to come to mm-hmm. you for resolution. Right. And uh, I'm, I need to walk with you, hear you, and then walk into your promise about it. And he says, um, so you're you're coming uh, with me in the kingdom. And by definition, you've surrendered your will to my will, God speaking. Mm-hmm. Demanding would be the other direction. Right. It would be, I got a problem. Mm-hmm. I demand that you take care of this. That you do this, this, this. And, right. and when you do, I'll believe it. And then, mm-hmm. and then I'll follow. So I'm going to wait here until you do. And he said, well, you've just tested me and you've, mm-hmm. you've flipped it from letting me be God to deliver to you what I want, what I have to deliver. But mm-hmm. now you're demanding and you're becoming God. I won't, I won't let you do that. And by the way, the way that I'm going to do it probably will be different than you think. It's going to be different timing. Um, are you willing to follow me with expectation? Mm-hmm. But not a demand. So good. But not a demand. Yeah, I love as you're sharing that literally in the same moments that you're speaking that my daughter, Anna, who most of the listeners know now is texting me this string of Ryan's car has been a thorn in their side all summer long um, with the different issues. And he just had it repaired again. And she's texting me and saying, you're not going to believe this. It's doing this, 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 and this. I don't even know how we're going to drive home tomorrow night to get my car instead, because it's, I don't even think it's safe. What do I do? You know? And so we hit these issues all the time. And I guess my point in bringing that up is nothing is too big or too small to practice going to God in this place 
and really starting, like you said, I love that, that, you know, he started, Jehoshaphat started with speaking covenant and then inviting God into it. What do you have to say? Right. And just knowing whether big or small, we hit these things all the time. And this is, this is how we, this should be become how, but should become how we just operate as a default right. is to expect covenant, expect the supernatural, but then to come to him and ask him what he has to say and be willing to step into each of that, each right. of those things. That's right. And the, uh, uh, it, the thought process is that, um, I got a, I got a really sticky thing or I got this real problem that's ongoing. Um, so, um, I'm going to come to you and basically say, I wonder how you're going to resolve this one. Um, mm -hmm. and I'm willing to walk into it because I do expect you to resolve it. Right. And, and of course, our biggest issues is we want it done immediately and we would like to tell God how to do it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, and he says, eh, you know, you, you don't look at the how and the when is, is my prerogative partly by the way. And, and we try to, I try to help people with this is, uh, I'm doing things in a much more, uh, broader dimension that is bringing things together and has impact beyond what you can even imagine. Mm -hmm. And my timing is perfect. You, you'll understand a little bit of it, maybe not all of it. Um, you know, and there's something that I'm up to. I, I've had a, you know, a couple that had, uh, an issue with uh, a school and their daughter and um, they were treating her daughter unfairly uh, and they had to go through a series of uh, God bringing resolution. But the resolution was that God actually wanted her to go to a different place. Mm -hmm. um, and right. um, and then how how they as parents went to God and said, you know, what do you got to say about this and, and mm -hmm. engage their daughter in that process um, of something that was unfair. And we, they would have said, we want her to, you know, have this outcome. And mm -hmm. God says, well, actually I have a different outcome and the timing's going to be different and I'm up to something. And, and we talked about that, that the dimension that God was working in was one, um, actually I'm using this, I have a different place for her. Mm -hmm. that I need to get her to. That I need to get her to. Um, and then two is um, uh, because of how you approached it, parents, you demonstrated to her how to let me bring resolution mm -hmm. without you getting trapped in the anger of it all uh, or the hardness of it all. Uh, and then for her to process what that meant. And I said, she learned something probably invaluable Mm -hmm. that will le uh, give her something the rest of her life that she had to learn right now. Right. And then two is that uh, she saw you um, mm. act as her advocate and she knew that she knew that she knew you were completely for her. Right. I said that, mm, that, that's, so that's something is probably something you don't fully understand. Mm -hmm. but it's important for her identity and for who she's going to become. And so see, God is working in these broader dimensions, mm -hmm. which is why so much more than we can see. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is why timing is something that he says, um, you got to wait for me to fulfill it. Mm -hmm. And the how um, I'm going to do it supernaturally. So you can't even imagine uh, exactly how I'm going to do this. Um, right. so, um, 
don't don't try to figure that piece of it out and just let me let me do it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so as we uh, continue to look at how do we put ourselves in a position, uh, we read this story in um, uh, you know Matthew 12 uh, about um, think of it as normal to pursue God and, and have expectation. This next one is mm-hmm. in the same chapter uh, in its verses 22 uh, down to 30. Sure, it says, then one house was brought to him who was demon possessed, blind and mute. And, oh, sorry. Then one was brought to him who was demon possessed, blind and mute. And he healed him so that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. And all the multitudes were amazed and said, could this be the son of David? Now, when the Pharisees heard it, they said, this fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house? He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. Okay, so, um, you know, he's talking about the supernatural, and um, he makes a couple of statements that that we need to try to put together, and that is, he says, um, a house divided will wind up being desolate. A house divided will not stand. Um, Okay, so he's making a significant point here that if you're you're experiencing the supernatural, and we talked about this before, is um, if you stay in a place of division, and remember division is not disagreement. Right. It's that I'm not willing to go to agreement mm-hmm. and I stand divided um, and I'm main, I'm maintaining my uh, hard position mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not it's willing really to go. staying in self, not willing to go to the father and go to the spirit for him to lead you to his resolution. Right, right. So he says uh, house divided is going to fall. And remember, we're trying to learn and experience the supernatural. Okay, well, think of therefore the opposite. What's mm-hmm. the what's the opposite of division? A house in unity in is un- going to stand firm, right? <laughs> yeah, in unity is that um, the ability to come to unity is a critical piece of the supernatural uh, because it always um, involves more than us. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally. So um, if I'm married, for example, and we are going to experience the supernatural, we have to go to unity. Mm-hmm. Um, one of us can't be saying no, or I'm not willing to go, is that, well, wait a minute, uh, you two need to walk together with this. And remember, uh, we do define unity properly, biblically. It's not an agreement or a negotiation between me and my spouse. Mm-hmm. It's it's we join in unity with God's will, right? To to uh, follow it. So we you know we talked uh, about uh, the example of Jehoshaphat. Um, is that uh, what he did? Is 
uh, well, you said covenant. So I'm going to bring the leaders. I'm going to bring our people. And we are going to seek your will together Mm -hmm. so that we know it. And we receive your will in unity. And we don't have some people to say, yeah, and some people to say, no, it's that, is that we join you, God, in your will. Um, so mm-hmm. unity is moving toward what does God say about this particular thing? And we all come to that same place. Why? Well, because the Holy Spirit is within us and he will confirm it together mm-hmm. and you get to unity. And that's why disagreement is okay. Right. As long as there's there, we have a heart to do what? walk into unity and seek the unity. Cause he said, when you get to unity, you're not going to be divided. You're going to see the supernatural work of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why, uh, you know, when Jesus was with that, uh, uh, you know, father and the daughter had died and they were ridiculing him because he had died, he said, okay, then I got to put you out, out of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got to have in the room, I got to have unity in the room. Right. Um, and so unity is a big, big deal that uh, there's a heart. And so you and your spouse, you and your inner circle, you and your, your small group, you and your friends is it's not about we all have to believe the same thing at the same time. It's just that we have a heart to, to receive it and, mm-hmm. and, seek, and seek God's unity. Because he makes a statement at the end of this. Uh, he says in verse 30, uh, he who is not with me is what? Is against me. Okay, now he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. Yeah, so that um, if see division drives us against him. Why? Mm -hmm. Because we're not willing to go to seek his will and his supernatural work. Um, And he says, if you're against me, I can't fulfill what I what I want to do because and, and just think about how simple this is. Where does it occur in the kingdom of God? In the kingdom, yeah. Um, well, what's necessary? So for... if you're not with him, <laughs> you can't can't be experiencing that blessing. You're right? not there. Yeah. So that um, as you look at it simply, is I I have a heart to do this. Mm-hmm. I have a heart to deliver this to you. Um, uh, but I'm looking around <laughs> to be able to deliver this, and you're not here. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Because you're divided. You're you're against me. Mm-hmm. And remember, and, and we would say, well, as a believer, I'm certainly not against Christ. Yeah, per se. But he says, no, it's real. It's more simple than that. Are you walking with me or not? Right. Um, if you're not walking with me, and then, by the way, he reiterates this in Romans, Paul reiterates this in Romans 8, you've put to death the power of the spirit. You are at mm-hmm. enmity against God. You're against God and you cannot, right. and it cannot please him and God can't deliver the supernatural because unity is such a critical piece, you know, so that, um, uh, as you, uh, experience this, um, it's to have people around you that say, I'm willing to hear what God would lead us into. And I believe Mm -hmm. that, and, and expect that his deliverance of this will be a supernatural work of God even even if I'm just starting this, mm-hmm. uh, that I haven't really experienced it much, I tend to be skeptical of it, but I'm not going to be divided 
in all. I'm going to walk until I get to mm -hmm. get to unity. And he said, when you, when you get to unity there, Psalm 133, I'm going to command the blessing, which will be the supernatural mm -hmm. work. And, and what, he, what he's trying to do, see, is build, in a sense, build the body is that right. the more and more people around us that are willing to do that, and you and I have experienced that we've got, we've got 24 leaders. When they first started, their view of the supernatural was pretty, pretty skeptical. Right, uh, right. Par partly because they hadn't experienced it and uh, they weren't even thinking about it. Well, right. as we started to experience it and draw them into it, hey, by the way, do you want to experience this? Yes, they do. They go to unity with their spouses, with their inner circles, and now more and more and more people are experiencing the right. super supernatural. Um, and more and more people then see God's glory on display, and also ask questions and want to know more themselves. So exactly. just continue to ripple out, right? Yeah, yeah. And so at the base of it is a heart issue: is mm -hmm. do I have a heart to go to unity? I don't want to be in the spot of division, which is a hard heart saying I'm not willing to go. He said, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to wind up falling and not experiencing all that I have available to you. So have a heart to draw your spouse, your friends, your inner circle uh, to join you in the, in the adventure of it. And mm -hmm. uh, even if you're just learning it together, that's fine. Uh, but, but don't be stubborn and say, I'm not willing to go. He said, well, then, then you're going to wind up falling and I can't deliver it. Um, so Unity is a big deal. And so, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the truth of that, that uh, unity is such a beautiful part of the life of, of a believer, to have people around mm -hmm. that can confirm what you are saying and what you're doing and see the supernatural work that then we get to experience and spread it even further. And the more and more people that can join us, the more and more uh, work that you're going to do to demonstrate it. And so we just pray that we'll stay in that spot, that we'll encourage our spouses and our others around us to join us. Uh, it's okay that we disagree, but that we have a heart to go to unity. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Rich. And thank you for joining us, everyone. If you have questions from today, please send them in at questions at afjministry.com. And we'd love to talk about them. Thanks for joining us again. We'll see you next time. Yep. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.